Welcome back in belatedly to Don't Forget the Popcorn, the Dave and West mo- Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Dave McPeak, joined as always by friend Wes Ledesma. We're in the MPN Studios East today, buddy. Thanks for opening the door once again. Uh, happy happy to host, Davey. Happy to host. Took a week off. It's great to be back in the office, though, huh? Yeah, we. you know, this was an unscheduled week off. We didn't mean to. It's just, it's a hectic time of year right now. The schedules clashed. We tried to make our schedules match up and just couldn't do it. And we wanted to because we, as we told you last podcast, we are giving you the Tom Cruise Top 5. I feel like this is one that we've been planning on doing forever. When we were first talking back in last December when we started doing this podcast, the Tom Cruise Top 5 was an early one that we said we were going to get to. Yep. Keeps getting pushed back. It got taken off you, a couple you times. You know you have that one in the hopper. Like, all right, when, when do we, all right let's, let's throw the Tommy in there. Tonight's let's put the Tommy night. C in there. Tonight's the night for Tom Cruise. We're sprinting right through that Top 5 tonight, <laughs> baby. Uh, so we'll be bringing you that in a little bit. But make sure that you follow us on Facebook at the Michigan Podcasting Network. That's where you can interact with us, where you're going to be able to give suggestions of who you would recast and who you'd put in different things. Also follow us on Twitter at DFTP Movie Pod. Once again, that's at DFTP Movie Pod, uh, where we like interacting with our fans on there as well. And give me a little bit of a drum roll. Do the Christmas vacation one. You won. You won. The Will Arnett vote yes. for the Kingpin uh, came in. Pressure Peters took your side. Jack Ruthruff took your side. Andy Leonard took my side. We got three votes in from our, what do we call it? Our, you know, our Colonel Supreme Court. <laughs> uh, so you won. And yes. as I Will said, Arnett. it was a great recast for Bigger and McCracken. I could see Will Arnett just playing it yeah, absolutely tough, fantastic. Tough role to fill, so... Glad we had some interaction on that. I yeah. was I was worried which way Peters was gonna go. I didn't you know I didn't didn't hear about the tipping back Jack vote. So that's I'm glad they uh, tipped the scales in my it direction. It was on your side, on your side on that one. So we want to hear from others, not just our Supreme Court of Colonels. Uh, we want to <laughs> hear from others as well. So make sure that you follow us where we just laid out on social media. Uh, other plugs, part of the Michigan Podcasting Network. Travel with Thomas Wick, Mazel Tov. Hey! Uh, just got married. Mazel Tov. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> you know, just we weren't able to come down and crash the wedding. Uh, but congratulations to Laura Thomaswick and her fiance, who on the last episode surprise of, appearance, huh, Dave? Uh, travel with Thomaswick, our other podcast on the Michigan Podcasting Network. Uh, her and her fiance Jordan, now husband Jordan, yeah. uh, they had a great pod in extended travel with Thomaswick where they talked about the best. Bachelor party places to go, the best bachelorette party places to go, like the best cities. And I think, uh, you know, we both went on a, a bachelor party with it was about four combined out to to yep. Vegas. Very cliche, yep. uh, you know, just doing the doing the Vegas scene. We went to the Hard Rock pool. Uh, ah, good times. Yeah, good times. It was too cold. <laughs> it was too cold. The only thing that I really remember standing out about that hard rock pool was we were there for March Madness and they had the bracket up on the side of the hotel oh, that's right. and they kept putting the teams as they won. And we were out there for Michigan state uh, when they were in the final four against Butler in a yeah, sizable what a, what a memory on this guy. Yeah, not quite the Chuck Ramo <laughs> memory, <right>. but <laughs> uh, so it's a great one to check out. And last little bit of business All right. next week, big week for the pod. Some would say, it's a big week. It's a big week. A three-time guest as he comes in next not week. Not one, not two. 
Not three? Three. A wow. three Pete, if you will. A three Pete. Because uh, Mr. Pete Remington will be joining us for what might be our biggest pod of all time. Uh, what many consider to be the greatest movie of all time. What we might consider to be the longest day of our life. This pod uh, might be the longest pod of our here life. Here we go. <laughs> Get busy living or get busy potting, baby, uh, because we're doing the Shawshank Redemption. Brooks was here uh, because we're breaking down Shawshank Redemption, giving it the bucket list treatment. Boy, I, we're going to get into the discussion next week. I think a lot of people easily have it in their top ten. I think most people might even have it in their top yeah, five. Yeah, that's, uh, that's... And it's knocking on the door top one. It's one of those, like, there's a, there's always a handful of movies, like, when you put somebody on the spot, hey, what's your favorite movie all time? You're going to get, you know, some Pulp Fictions are thrown in there. Shawshank is a lot of times going to be the movie that Man. people choose. So I'm looking forward to... I to, am too. ...to doing the pot on it. I'm looking forward to re-watching it too, Dave. How long? Like we How long saying, has it been? It's been years. It's been since, a like, a full sit-down... Start to finish, watch years. Like every now and then, you'll catch it on years. AMC. You know, maybe the last half, or you'll catch the first little bit, just in pieces. I get to oh. put the whole thing together. I I can't I, wait for I it. It's gonna be either. awesome. It will be ten. I think it's been about ten. Can't years wait to hear for what me. Pete has to say too. I mean, yeah, the last probably uh, come in two buckets. I was gonna say the, the last tin cup one. He did unfavorable. Are we gonna get a favorable Pete on this one? I do. I think he absolutely yeah? adores this movie. Okay. So it'll be it'll be uh, that's a pretty lock solid one that we won't get. Uh, Not. I could be old a friend to you, Pete. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, so. Tune in next week for the Shawshank Redemption podcast. It's going to be a beaut. Uh, we're really looking forward to that one. But some recent reviews that we got to get to. I'll start it off uh, with the not-so-recent reviews. I, I knew I didn't have a lot of time. I wanted a, a couple of movies that I could just watch without thinking. So who's wisely. <laughs> who's in for the rescue? Our good friends, The Expendables. Uh, I... I bought this at Meyer a couple of back Stallone movies on the pods, by Ooh, the way. Rambo, right. the last one, and now uh, you know Expendables. What? It probably is what implanted the seed. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> subliminally thinking that I need to go for uh, some more Stallone, and I uh, I bought it at Meyer about two or three months ago. Saw it five bucks, six bucks, something like something insane for the for first the, one or like a package. Oh, yeah. the Blu-ray three pack. It was three pack. Might have been nine, nine bucks, but nonetheless, unbelievable. They made me an offer I yeah. can't refuse. and It's a good offer. <laughs> made me an offer I can't refuse. You better believe I'm buying Terry Crews. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so there we go. A couple limericks about yeah. the Expendables. Uh, but I, I'm going to give a... So I've been busy. I wanted quick movies that I could get through. I got through one and a half, Wes. I got through one and a half Expendables. And it's exactly what you would expect yeah. from that, but... I'm going to give my first Expendables watch two buckets. I'm going to yeah. give it a, a two buckets because you know what you're getting. You know what you're seeing. I think two buckets is where the Expendables live, though. Yes. In the two to range. I mean, you're not... Nobody's coming in through, you know... They almost have to be graded on a completely different scale. Because I think they're really good at what they want to be. Yeah. But you could, I could never look you in the eye and say, you know, three and a half buckets, Dave. But here's <laughs> I the like thing. Them. It should... It had the... Co- it had the capability of doing that with the cast. You look at the cast mm-hmm. that's there, and you know you're going to get some great, just mindless action, just things blowing up, some great cheesy one-liners. You get all that. My problem with the first Expendables, 
Like, I feel like they wasted a lot of people. And I feel like yes. some people were barely in it. Uh, and I understand, like, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger, I believe, was just on being governor or was still yeah, governor. Yeah, he had a couple So it's just a, a quick one. Not. Same with Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis barely yeah. in it. Uh, but, I mean, like, Jet Dol- Lee, I thought he was yes, under the I, uh, That's right where I was going. I could not agree with that more. And it was just disappointing, the usage of some of them. And... Not a lot of huge action scenes like you would expect. I mean, it's Statham, great. Wow. Statham just no, he's, really steals the show. Statham's always four buckets. I, I agree. mean, he just walks into a stage and he's four buckets, you know, whatever set he's on. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it, it was good. It was good. Here's the pleasant surprise. Halfway through Expendables 2, can I give it a review? Yeah, this is great. The, the halfway, <laughs> stay tuned next week right. for the uh, end of the Expendables reviews. Uh, Expendables 2 so far. Really good. I'm I'm on the verge of three buckets seeing where it finishes. Yeah, I hope coming back next week I get a three bucket And here's why. Too. Here's why. Eric Roberts in Expendables 1, not a good villain. Stone Cold Steve Austin was. I enjoyed Stone yes. Cold. But Stone Cold was the bull in the China yep. shop. He was just there to beat the crap out of people. Uh, you know, and stomp a mud hole. So and I'm a little disappointed they don't work in a stunner of some sort. Yeah, got the rock. rock. Was, there we go. Rock still does rock bottoms in his <laughs> movies. I feel like it's in his contract. He's got to do one rock yes. bottom per movie. Like, yes. Yeah. You should get your finisher in there of yep. some sort. Uh so Steve Austin was fine. But then fast forward to Expendables 2. Who comes out? JVD, it's, baby. I was going to say it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Van Damme or sorry, JCVD. Uh, and I love Jean-Claude Van Damme. That was probably my favorite actor growing up as a kid. Bloodsport. Yeah. Yep. Stay tuned for the Bloodsport bucket list at some point. Uh, because put up your Dukes. Uh, Frank Dukes, baby. Because Jean-Claude Van Damme is a really good villain in it. Like it was, and he hasn't been in anything in mm-hmm. so long. Yes, I'm sure he's been in countless straight to DVD oh, yeah. movies, but I mean, an actual movie like charisma, nonstop, a great spitting heel kick. He still the got it. Into he the still chest. got yes. it. So it was good to see that. Stay tuned next week. We'll see how it ends. Sorry, I can't get something more recent than the, <laughs> the Expendables for the Expendables the Colonels two came out, there. out in 04. No, I tried to get I tried to get to the movie theater like two or three times. 2010. That's not 2011 was the first one. Yeah, so only only eight short years ago. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah, Expendables three is two thousand fourteen. Yeah. We're close. You're half a decade. Yeah, away. the lifespan of my daughter, <laughs> the two of them. Uh, so, yeah, there's there we go. Uh, so there there's your recent reviews uh, from one Dave McPeak. But here's why I know I don't have to get out there. I don't feel the pressure because I know my co-host has got my back and he's got the more recent review. Lay it on us, Wes. What'd you see? Went and seen Joker. Dave went out. You know, a lot of hype surrounding lot of hype, this lot movie. Of buzz. A lot of buzz. Great trailer. In fact, I I went in here with pretty high expectations. Which, I hate when I do that sometimes. I wish I would kind of went in neutral. Davey, I don't... I, I thought for sure this was going to be an easy three-bucket movie. Absolutely easy. Four? It... I'm giving it two and a half. Ooh! Two and a half. There was just something... It's... Without giving too much of a way... This, the Joker that they portrayed in this one, Joaquin Phoenix did an incredible job. I'm hearing with best the character. Actor. Yeah. I'm hearing. I, I can 100% see that. The the role that he was given and the Joker that he had to play, he did it to perfection. I just didn't, the Joker that we know is like, you know, like a master strategist, you know, very deceitful plan, you know, planning things ahead of time. And 
this guy, again, I don't want to give too much away. It just seemed very, you know, not... I can't envision him leading a, you know, a whole villain march kind of thing. His laugh was on point. Great story. It just... I felt like it just didn't deliver for me. Wow! So surprising it's, review. It was good. It just it had it had the potential to be something. so much more. Yeah. Mm. And so yeah, two and a half buckets going I, right in the middle with. That I one fully too. intend to see that. I came this close to being able to see it on Tuesday and just wasn't quite able to get the stars to align. And by that, I mean get my kids to bed in time. <laughs> uh, so I wasn't able to get out on Tuesday. I've been busy the last other nights. So, yeah, I just wasn't able to get my watch in. But I, I will hopefully have it in by the next pod, and I'll try and give yeah. my counterpoint. It's, I, can't wait to, I can't wait to hear what you say. Just I felt like Joker, that we knew him, was always the, the central you know, figure. This guy just seemed like he was a symbol. Hmm. I guess to a, a, yeah, a movie. No, I, away, it's, but. but it's very interesting. Uh, this is it's a hard to really super, dive into it. With no, all, I, I know mean, we're a week old into it. I, I no, imagine most haven't even seen it. Yet. No, for sure. And we, we want to be careful. And a movie like this, we know a lot of people are still going to go out mm-hmm. and see, uh, especially me. But right, <laughs> present company. When you when you look at this and what I've been hearing uh, is, it's incredibly dark. Like, it's just a dark, kind of sadistic movie, so it's polarizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard people either love it, or they don't like it at all, and there's people walking out of the movie theater, and there's just... Yeah, see, I'm going to be honest with you. I heard the, uh, the, the dark, super gory, and I was like, all right, what are we getting here? It didn't... That was I, talked up too I much. I thought that was really talked up too much. But what I'm hearing is... The glory aspect, I so, guess. Definitely dark. No doubt about that. Any, I'll, I'll, I'll vouch for that. Any villain you have, any character study, there's at least still a character arc where it's not just all darkness. There's yeah. always something. There's some levity. Guess, there's something funny. There's something like, oh, hey, there is a, at least maybe a redeeming quality of some sort. Like even go look at Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. I think we all... We agreed that he's probably the best villain of all time. Uh, we we look at that performance. There's some funny parts. Yeah. I mean, there's some funny things that he looks at. The make a pencil disappear line, mm-hmm. or like just they the charisma to blow that he up has. a hospital and yes. can't get the thing going. I mean, that's that part's hilarious. But yeah, he's blowing up a hospital. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not just the like. I've heard this one. You're just looking at Joaquin Phoenix, who does a great performance, and you're like, God, this guy's just. Yeah. Horrible, and he he, he plays no a, he plays a deranged Joker really well, and it's I can't wait till you see it because some of the like what he put his body through for this role, it's I can't wait till you see it because yeah. I don't I don't I want to know if it was if there was any type of like movie magic done to make his looks like he has really bad scoliosis in this man I can't man. I can't wait till you see it yeah it's gonna be really interesting uh, I I think we're gonna probably see him up for an award yeah, he should uh, at least nominated for best actor I think that sounds like an absolute shoe in and this movie's still getting buzz for yeah. best picture talk and getting in there I mean it won the Venice Film Festival it's uh, it's making the rounds on some of those so really excited uh, to a, go see it like it'll be a purchasable movie I just, I really thought, God, I really thought I was going to get three and a half, three easy. And I, I what did Sane say? Did you side text saying? No, no, did, I didn't, didn't side text saying, but I, I kind of feel like he's in my area and I wish I would have reached out to him. So his review in say. our chat was, well, that was a movie. That was a movie. Yep. <laughs> Which I appreciate. I actually yeah, like exactly. that, that review because now I'm like, did you mean that in a good way, a bad way? I'm thinking bad way. I think so uh, too. 
Saiyan, Saiyan's tough, uh, tough critic to, uh, you know, appease in some of these. So, uh, We've talked about it before, but just an upcoming movie, Gemini Man, uh, comes out this Friday. The special effects, did you finally see a trailer for it? Yes. Looks wow, incredible, that right? Looks really good, yep. That and de aging technology is nuts. I feel like uh, Will Smith put something out on Instagram or uh, Twitter today, or when it was released. What, and it the was Fresh Prince of Bel Air clothes? The Fresh Prince of Bel Air clothes, yep. Gemini released it. I lost it just because of the inside out coat, you know, the classic yeah. uh, Fresh Prince coat. Yeah, the Bel Air Academy. Cool. That's, that's marketing right there. Yeah. Oh, Will, Will killing it. Uh, going to be go good. Go Will. Go Will. Uh, I'll be very interested to see if that, does that crack the Will Smith top five that we already did? Do we have to revisit top fives oh, after we go through? I, I didn't think it was doing uh, real quick. Let's get an updated Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, yeah, it looked look. disappointing. I was going to say but, that. But that comes with a huge caveat. Last time I looked, it was in like the 40s. But there weren't the big heavy hitter reviewers. It was yeah. early reviewers that like are from and let's be honest, screenflix.com. Ninety percent of society is just seeing it within the last yes, couple hours. Exactly. I'm, I'm showing twenty seven percent right now. Oh Dave. no. Oh no. Twenty seven percent. Hey, we'll be the judge of that. Yeah, you're right. We're, we're the only popcorn that matters well, around well, this. While we're one. here, let me throw a Joker out. Where do you think Joker's landing? Joker's at like sixty seven percent. 60, 68 critics, are, fans ninety percent. So the wow. fans disagree with me. Wow, that's I didn't think it was that high. I thought it was more polarizing. From uh, Rotten very Tomatoes. interesting, very interesting. I like it. All right, here we go. Main event time. Tommy Cruise, Tom Cruise, top Tommy five. C, baby. So we were talking about it even before the pod. Talk about a roster. Like this is I think this is the deepest top five that we've ever had in terms of an actor because well I want you to talk about it. you kind of almost broke it down into three separate well, sections. Like it's and I had that question. Is there a movie star with this many leading roles? I think the only um, comparable like we, we're, would I be just, Tom Hanks. Is there though? Yes. But it's just different. God, I would like to see that written. You have goofy side by goofy eighties Hanks. But is he the leading man? Yes. In these. Big. Okay. Yeah, Splash. Right. Joe versus Volcano. <laughs> the Volcano was the leading man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just just Whiteboard in the movies that I liked. We got three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, I'm mean, most nine. of them. Yeah. It's, you're, you're better. We're, you're better we're off like going 30. to crap. You're yeah. better off saying this is a crappy Tom Cruise. I just couldn't believe that there's anybody else out there. In every single one of these movies, he is the top billing. Except Outsiders, I guess I had that on here. You might give the sways that one. I but, would. Well, but for the most part, not, I mean, 99% of these movies that you're going to talk about, he is the top billing, and that's an incredible yeah. list. To And I feel like it's not not too many people have that. And kind of what I was talking about before, there's almost three stages of cruise. So you have your 80s cruise, your 90s cruise, and then your like uh, 2000s and on. post-collateral cruise. Mm. So anything after that, or maybe post-tropic <laughs> thunder. If that'd be a, yeah, post-tropic thunder, I think that would probably better be a one better, better benchmark. But And I tried to, in our top five here, try to pick a little bit from each column. I like you know? it. Because like you, you had early, young, all the right moves, Tommy C. Then we got into Jerry Maguire era, that little you know five to yeah. ten year span where he was just red hot. Kind of went cold for a while. Tropic Jumping thunder, on couches, and then you know here here we go with a new you know new set of cruise, if you will. Now I feel like cruise is very up and down though. Now like the new cruise yes. because like before you throw out a Tom Cruise movie, it's going to be number yep. one in the box office. Where now if it's not a Mission Impossible, 
it doesn't seem like it rakes in the money like it used to. I mean, it's he's had quite a few box office flops uh, as of late, so he's not quite it's, as bankable. And there's just something for me. Uh, there is absolutely no denying. I absolutely love him as an actor. He he yeah. is great. He's I enjoy all of his movies and do that. But it's very hard, and I'm going to bring it up. Uh, after I watched the Scientology documentary, the Going Clear, I really struggle looking at him the same way. Like it's yeah. like you're you're watching the R. Kelly one right now on Netflix, and like I've heard all about it. It's just once you like know these things about the people, it's hard to like disassociate yeah, you know from something you know if he wants to keep giving me good ethan hawk no, i'm with you and i don't care what he, you know uh, i'm his with religion you. is gonna well, be i guess thank uh, you here, for, did, thank you for doing air quotes on religion <laughs> uh when you go on that uh, you can also deep dives here but it is look don't forget the philosophy <laughs> uh but i i just it is it's a little bit tainted for me when i look back and in see that stuff you're 100 percent right am i still gonna go watch mission impossible absolutely the next mission well, Impossible. You look at him a little side eye like God, but there is parts no matter what like it's just i can't unsee what i yeah. saw like and it's just in my mind and even when i go and visit the older movies once again i just can't unsee it and yeah, it's I'm just glad tainted i'm glad i didn't watch that then. i don't like if yeah. you don't want to taint your vision of them that i think if he came out tomorrow he'd be like I'm sorry. I, I should never have been associated with this Church of Scientology and all the things. I'm clear of it. I'm I'm done. You know, I wash my hands. I'm like, I'm back, Tom. I'm back. God, it's I just, can't believe you're coming right at Tommy C with the Scientology. I've got to bring it in. I, I, I wanted to get it out of the way early <laughs> so we could have fun. You know, I wanted our get veggies the before in the our room dessert. Out of the way. <laughs> get our veggies before our dessert. Uh, but I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be uh, honest if I wasn't bringing it up and just yeah. saying that it just. That is, you know, honestly, I didn't, I never really dove into anything that had to do with Scientology. No, I hear you. Looked into what all went down with that. And I know that was always a big hot button thing with Tom. And maybe it's the the fact that I enjoyed him so much. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know what, I'm going to. We're gonna just push that off to the side, Tom, and I'm just gonna put pop in the old Blu-ray here. And it, and you can't like I th- I don't think that, I think you can separate. It's not like he's murdering people, <laughs> uh, and it it really isn't you know like that. But it's still you know it's just it's <laughs> don't watch Going Clear <laughs> if you want to enjoy Tom Cruise and doing that. But as we shift into the second time uh, being a little bit lighter, Going Clear yeah, on here, yeah, just. Uh, Keep smoking. Yeah, <laughs> what is it? The, the family guy, the subliminal. Subliminal messages yes, here. Yes. Uh, but the the top five, you're absolutely right. When I was trying to whiteboard this, uh, to get it down to five was very, very hard. To very, very hard because some of these movies, we talk about how when we grow up, we watch them. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've watched Days of Thunder. I mean, <laughs> Robin is racing, baby. It's, I mean, it's. It's hard to separate what's like his really good movies to my top five. So there's there's obviously going to be a like a hierarchy of Tom Cruise's like best sure. five that you know are pretty universal versus what I think is my you know all right you know I gotta yeah. I'm going away on an island here I need top five Tom Cruise movies. Give me culture. What am I gonna <laughs> what am I gonna take? And that that was really hard to do. Yeah, because I think some of his best performances are in movies that. You're not going to go out of your way to watch. Yeah. I think most people agree that Magnolia performances. I've never is what seen he, it. It's what he was nominated for. I wouldn't. 
I want. Yeah. I think we talked about it post pod last week. Like, spoiler alert, but trust me, I'm saving you. It just starts randomly raining frogs. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's it's terrible, and it's it's super long. It's like two hours and forty five minutes. It never explains why it's raining frogs in the movie, and I don't know. It's terrible. Uh, but Tom Cruise's performance in it is incredible. It's yeah. it's his best performance, There's, I think. So in it's, fact, his. Uh, to give away one of my Tom bits here. Ooh, Tom bits. It's, I get the, two of the three movies that he's actually been nominated for an Oscar. The man never won an Oscar. Wait, only oh, been, ooh, wait, wait, wait. May I try and guess? Through only three movies he's been nominated for. Born on the Fourth of July. Yep. Magnolia. I haven't seen either of those two. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Oh, yes. One of three on his Oscar movies for a, for an actor that. I might as well say I probably have season tickets. Oh, to. you do. I would. I would think you're. Yeah, uh, I, I skipped Lions for Lambs though. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, Bobby Didn't Redford, Didn't Meryl Streep, the Streeper. Yeah. I mean, a decent cast. I'm all set. Streeper, the Grim Streeper. <laughs> the Grim Streeper. <laughs> yeah, that one. It looked too long. It looked too <laughs> long and boring. It was yep. when we worked at Family Video. Yeah, like, nah, I can't do it. I'm yep. not do. I, you know what? I'm not going to do you, it. You, you, you skip a home game or two at every now and then when you have season tickets. Yeah, We're that, was that. that was one. That was one. That was. That was when the crappy teams in. Yeah. That's that's when the Devil Rays are in town. Not the Rays. Not the Rays. They make the playoffs. Devil Ray dancing. That's, a, <laughs> that's why that was there. Uh, so the top five. You're right. I mean, it's might be some of the best performances might be off. But once again, as you always say, it's our top five. These are our top five movies, and we want to hear from you guys because we think that there is going to be a lot of differences. Oh, heck yeah. We think everybody's going to have their own personal top five. After Wes and I give our top five, a brand new segment, we're going to call it Colonel's Corner, where we're going to let uh, you know some of our most loyal listeners chime in. You know who we're giving Colonel's Corner to tonight, the Ruth Ruffs. Yes. They're going to get their chance to say it. So uh, that'll be coming up after we give our top five, uh, and we'll be giving the Colonel's Corner from Mr. Jack Ruthruff and his wife, Mackenzie. So that, that will be coming up towards the end. But anything before we get into well, the top five? To bring up a, a past guest on the show, Ooh. Mr. Adnan Verk. Not a Tom Cruise fan. What? Uh, I the, am shocked about that. What? What's going on, Verky? It's for the reasons I just listed. It's the Scientology stuff. Oh, really? Well, it's wow, he, 100%. he is completely soured on him specifically he is, because of that. And, and there's other people, but like he's full boycott because of oh, the Scientology. Wow, okay. Yep. So he, it's not even that he doesn't think they're good movies. Like. He, he just, won't even watch them. Okay. Like he's like, I will not support. And there's a couple of others. I forgot. There's another ESPN guy or there's another sports caster type guy that said, I will not give one red cent to a Tom Cruise movie as I long as... I love the term I red know, cent. I, do too. I don't remember yeah, I that. Really comes from. <laughs> I will give one cent. But the fact that you say red cent really puts that emphasis in. And I so, do. yeah, I mean, and he's admitted, like... He loves thought his Tropic Thunder was really funny and like past Tom Cruise like he's obviously saw yeah. older Tom Cruise but it's more of the first current ones. Tom Cruise yeah yeah, yeah first yeah <laughs> early yeah it is and you know does doesn't deny that he's charismatic and all that but refuses yeah. because of that that stuff so yeah it'll be uh, it'll be an interesting one so here we go I want to I want to hear it I'm very interested to hear where you went with yours I think we might have a couple duplicates but let's see uh, we'll see and it's. You know, a lot of times it's it's tough because I almost feel like Tommy plays he plays a similar character in a lot of these movies, right? He's just playing Tom Cruise, a sprinter, a, a sprinter. He's he's. I feel like oh, a, that's one thing we I, didn't talk about. Him to like he's almost like a Brad Pitt, where they're very they play it like the same guy, just this charismatic figure yeah. in a different setting. So 
What is with the sprinting, do you think? Well, I want to stop you there. I forgot to bring it up. I mean, every movie, I feel like there's a, a scene, even if it's not it's needed, an athletic guy, a full-on sprint. Show off how well he can run? I don't know. It is weird. So every movie, he, he does some type of sprinting. A lot of them make sense. Mission Impossible. You're going to be sprinting to stop a bomb. Was it necessary in Jerry Maguire? <laughs> was it necessary? Yeah, I don't know. Rod Tidwell was hurt on the field. I mean, he had to no. hustle around the That corner. wasn't it. It was when he was, oh, that was one. That, but he was also sprinting, sprinting through the airport. Yeah, <laughs> multiple sprintings in Jerry Maguire. And you know, oh. I like in Days of Thunder how they subtly put it in, and he was sprinting in wheelchairs. So they're <laughs> <laughs> him and Rowdy Burns are going through the halls, just gunning it down there. But there was numerous sprinting scenes in Days of Thunder. When was there? Racing uh, Bobby Duvall. Oh, that was it a car. Oh, yeah, you're right. They run. Yeah. They run each other. That's how the movie, the, the last scene of the movie that. is running down pit oh, road. Man, there's probably, and I think that's a, I was I was so close to putting this down in the tidbits because I couldn't get a confirmation that was 100%. But they said a, a vast majority of Tom Cruise movies, he even has something about this on his Wikipedia page, he calls himself the sprinter. He has some type of running in there, and Tom Cruise completely plays it up. And I, I don't know if he's doing it now more as a, now it's, it's like, like a, hey, now it's my thing. It's a superstition. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I dig it though. All right, here it is, number five. Number five. So, boy, a lot of, oh, a lot of, a lot, a lot of, of ways that you can go for this one. I went for column three, the later Tom Cruise to uh, start off my LTC? Uh, top five. LTC, yeah. 2014's double titled movie. We know it as Edge of Tomorrow, but some also might know it as. What live, live die, die repeat. repeat? Yes. So that that for me, Dave, that's gonna come in at number five. You know, Billy Paxton, our boy, Emily Blunt. Really a great concept. You know, you, you love that uh a lot of sci-fi aspect, great special effects. And to be honest with you, kind of really funny actually yeah. throughout the whole thing. And then you're gonna have that not Michael Bay type of uh action, but no. really well shot. Special effects and just, uh, I don't know, Edge of Tomorrow. That was actually one of the movies I was able to get in. It's fantastic, isn't it? I couldn't agree more. So that that really held up. So it is not in my top five. Yeah. And the only reason why, if we're talking favorite movie, like that's one of my favorite movies of the last six, seven years. And in terms of favorite movies that Tom Cruise is in, it might even be in my top three. The it's like reason a sci-fi I sci-fi Groundhog Day. It, it <laughs> is. It's very similar, and the storyline is great. Everything's great. The reason why Ooh. I almost feel like it's more of an Emily Blunt movie. I feel like she Ooh. steals the show in that movie, uh, and I do feel like it's more of the storyline than anything that carries it. Tom Cruise what, is great in it. One hundred percent. You could replace Emily Blunt's amazing in that movie. She is just awesome. It's a good second billing. Yep. First Billy? Yeah. No, I don't yeah, know. I, I, I hear you. I hear but you. no, you're you're actually right about that. The writing in the story of a that, murderous of Mary that Poppins <laughs> is so well that you could throw a an Emil Hirsch into that role, and it probably does. <laughs> <laughs> it probably doesn't lose a whole lot of. Speed. I'm an alpha dog. <laughs> these guys. Oh, an Emil Hirsch. You tell me, Justin pull. Timberlake couldn't do that role. Can we get another Jay Bear shell? <laughs> I don't know. I, uh... Well, no, that's where I draw the line. Like Bill Hirsch? I, no, I do like it. I, I think it's just pretty random. Get a, a random Hirsch in there. It hasn't even been recasted for us yet. Heck, you could probably put Judd Hirsch in that movie. <laughs> what you talking about, my uh, David? 
<laughs> so no, <laughs> who do you got for five? Who are you coming in? We're off the rails. Judd Hirsch, Judd Hirsch and Edge of Tomorrow. I think that would be pretty amazing. He would struggle rolling under that first tank to get through that. There is no way. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, my number five. I'm going all the way back to column one. I'm an excellent driver, and Wapner comes on at 3:30. Yes! I'm going Rain Man. Uh, this, I think, I think this movie really put Tom in just that superstardom. Best Picture, uh, 1988, and it was Dustin Hoffman. Obviously. You know, really carried this. This is a movie that Dustin Hoffman Boy, wins an Oscar did Tom for. Play off of him perfectly, though. The frustrating yes. act. I mean, just yeah. I think Tom was phenomenal in the scene where they finally get a hug in. I mean, you could just really see Tom breaking down emotionally. Mm-hmm. He learns that this is the brother, and you know, when they, when that comes in, I mean, it's just Rain Man is just such a good movie, uh, and his performance is just phenomenal in it. And I I haven't went. And saw that movie in a little bit now, and I, I'm due for another rewatch. It's on Netflix. I was actually able to get one, get a Rain Man in it. Man, Did you really? That oh, that, look at you've got a lot of Tom Cruise holds up yeah. incredibly well. And as much as Dustin Hoffman stands out in that movie, which you know obviously, sure. but it's Tom Cruise is hard to ignore in that. I mean, he yeah. does a fantastic job. He's so funny with how frustrated oh, he gets yes. with every little situation. It's Ray. Rain, 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 knock it off. <laughs> was it counted? It's, it's, the fish sticks, I need eight. He just frustratingly cuts them in half. And there, you got it. You know? <laughs> uh, you know, it's hard. That was a hard one for me to keep out of the top five. I'm, uh, oh, you stoked it out, though. I'm stoked that you put it in there, though, buddy. So that's I have to go with that. You get a Best Picture winner. You get probably a was movie that... Really? Yeah, Best okay. Picture 1988. Uh, it's just that's a hard one to keep out of that uh, list for me, and I, I couldn't do it. I think Tom Cruise, uh, one of his best performances. That's why I put him at number five. Yeah, it's great choice, buddy. I'm gonna stick right in column one with you. Early Tommy C. He is a driver in this one, and we're going Days of Thunder. Okay, you couldn't keep it. I, the I list. could not. This as much as, yes. and this will miss probably a lot of. People's top fives, as far as when you're looking at. Let me off the list. Tommy Cruise. Let me off the list, Wes. Let me off the list, Wes. As far as the Tom Cruise spectrum goes, not going to make a lot of lists. I. Yeah, I, I think know, it maybe. would. I actually but think it would. This, it was close on mine. Anytime this is on, I'm keeping it yes. on Days of Thunder. In to to be able to rewatch it this past week was an you know an absolute treat. Cold Trickle, Bobby Duvall. Randy Quaid, your boy Carrie Elves, Michael Rooker, John C. Riley. I mean, look at that cast, Dave. It's a good cast. It's a good it's cast. It's a good cast. What we got is uh, this is the first of three movies with Nicole Kidman, actually. So Ooh, yeah, uh, Far and Away, Eyes Wide Shut, the other oh, two. Nice. Look at you. So it's, yeah, and it's, you got to love the dialogue in it. The, my way. Yo, you know, How often do we do that? I feel like we did that all the time. We still, I feel like we just brought it up. Within the last like <laughs> week or two, like playing golf, I have, I have a picture saved on my phone of just the two tires, so I can use it whenever necessary. But the rivalry between Cole Trickle and Rowdy Burns, and then the you know the kind of the friendship that's that brewed because of it, and then who was uh, Russ Wheeler? Yeah, the secondary rivalry. Now Cole Trickle's got to overcome this Russ Wheeler. So yeah, with Where Cole is basically Rowdy Burns. Yep, exactly. <laughs> 
So yeah, number four for me. It was hard to keep Days of Thunder off, and I'm. I'm Robert Duvall really good in it. They had great chemistry. Uh, the racing scenes at the time were just incredible. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of those are the ones that don't quite hold up. The racing scenes are like really like he's just going up and you, like nobody yeah. races NASCAR like that. I mean it's just. <laughs> Like trying to pass out. I mean, it's fine. I put, I put match tires on there to uh, know you can hold the corner. Okay, did did you? And then it's just the way that just everything falls. Just Cole, you gotta believe me. You just you go high, you're gonna be fine. They will hold. <laughs> yeah, it's... but it's still good. I really good, and it was very very close to my top five. But once again, not on mine. No, so didn't we, make we have it. another okay. one. So we're we're not matching up quite a bit. My number four, I think, would be our all-the-way-left column, uh, our newest column. I'm going with a little Steven Spielbergo, War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds is my number four. Uh, One, I remember seeing... This was a multiple watch in the movie theater uh, for this. I think two... Two times at least. H.G. Uh, Wells is that the H.G. Wells is the author that wrote yeah, the original author, okay, book, uh, and about the alien invasion. This is way over, yeah. you know, the top of that. And obviously Spielberg with just the incredible uh, special effects. But I really liked. You talked about how Tom Cruise always plays the same type of character in his roles. Mm-hmm. Very rarely does he ever play a dad. Yeah, and this was the one where he plays a dad, and I think he does a really good job. And you got Dakota Fanning, who's amazing in it. Uh, his his son, that's really good in it. I and think his son might uh, be in the running for one of the worst movie characters ever. Yeah, the constant complaining. Yeah. I want I crawling up that hill. I want to see. You know, Tommy Cruise is trying to keep this family together. He's got a daughter that's crying next to the tree, trying to be pulled away by these two. Uh, you know. Two family members yeah. that are just thinking they got to save him. Robbie's trying to crawl over the hill. I rewatched that was another Tommy I got Look in. That's you. on HBO now, right now, folks. <laughs> but I I left that so absolutely frustrated with Robbie from start yeah. to finish in that. And I, I I nominate him for worst character ever. <laughs> Ooh, wow, strong. And, and but I hate that. I hate how they have to do that. Mm-hmm. You don't need it. You don't need, and I understand what they're probably going for, is you're going for the the bad relationship between yep. the dad and the son, which you see in a lot of Spielberg movies because he had a tough relationship with his dad. Oh. I mean, think about it. Indiana Jones. I mean, there's there's always father-son issues in almost every Spielberg movie. There's wow. something. Uh, so when you look at this one, yes, it's, it's there. But I, I think Tom Cruise... Can't be blamed for the kid no. being annoying and, and poorly no, written. It's, that He's was very just a protective, does a great me. job. No, it's me. huge. Yeah. I, I, but I'm, I'm in full agreement with you. It's like, really? You're going to complain? There's freaking aliens yeah, that are vaporizing <laughs> people left and right, and you're you're worried because I won't let you climb up That's, a GD hill? That scene when Tom Cruise comes in, comes back into the house after running from the yes. initial, and he's just covered in... Oh, people! Shocker! <laughs> Running, yeah, <laughs> no. sprinting, yes. yes, sprinting, and he's just covered with people. Yes, oh, you're right. He does a uh, really well done in that movie, and actually, just the movie overall, great movie. Was really love that movie. It's been Andy a long Dufresne. time. You remember it was in that cup of coffee? And he was. Tim Robbins plays a you know a. Man, you like hate a nice him. doomsday deranged guy. Like you the, see where he's coming from, but at the same time, it's like, will you shut up? Yeah, we, <laughs> it gets so frustrating. Yeah, wow, good choice, Dave. So that's my number four, War of the Worlds. 
Moving on up, top three. Uh, this has been uh, when we when we put together or when we talked about doing a Tom Cruise top five. I absolutely knew this was going to be in there. Just a matter of where it was going to land for me. Far and away, Dave. Always been such a huge fan of Far and Away. The second time, you know, the another Tom or uh, Nicole Kidman yeah. movie with him. It's just. There's a lot of so boxing many good in this, things. right? Love the boxing scenes, the bare knuckle boxing. Yeah. In fact, rewatching this one again this past week, I realized that's where the, the term "toe the line" came from. Really? You know, the the Irish when they're in the boxing, they do the chalk line right across the uh, whatever the uh, in the bar. Yeah. Each mate has to go toe the line, and they start with the the initial jabs to the face. And I'm like, oh my god, that's so great boxing scenes. I love the land rush scene, and then just the overall, really the story and the history of you know Irish coming over and you know Joseph trying to find work. You know, I won't hire Irish and you know stuff like Irish that. Irish need not just apply. Great Tom Cruise performance, I thought, and then on top of that, just a good story in general. I have not you being seen a history. It. I guy. know. I honestly, that's one for some reason I've seen it. I, I remember it vaguely. But it's been, man, probably since I've been 10 Scrapper. that I've seen it. So it's been a really long time since I've seen it. Who directed that one? Yeah, you know, you don't talk a little bit about Far and Away. I know you had it over here. <laughs> the rare walk-around. The rare walk-around. Just a, 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 a fresh purchase. Oh, it's Ron Howard. Should have known. I should have known. known. That's pathetic. Oh, I'm sorry, so you, Mr. The Howard. Director, I know. The director, man. So but, Sorry. Not a, I don't want to say a longer movie, but it I don't know it flowed really well. I love the two way, hours I twenty love minutes. The That's way it bad. ends, it just it really was well put together. And for whatever reason, this movie stuck with me for a while, and that well, was an easy time. Pretty sure this is the movie that they ended up getting married after. Tom yeah, and Nicole. I don't think it was Days of Thunder. I don't think it was the Ooh. Cold Trickle that put them in there. I know Eyes Wide Shut is one they got divorced that shortly after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Stanley uh, Kubrick had... Looks like the eyes got wide open after <laughs> right. that. Uh, yikes. Uh, yeah, I, I need to go back and rewatch that. You're right, especially with the history aspect. Yep. Irish coming over, me being Irish. Be <laughs> it's been right a while. Up your alley. Not in my top five, though. Look at that. Yeah, right. Yeah, three, it's amazing. Out of all the time, it just shows you how versatile an actor yeah. he is because... I don't disagree with any that you have in your list. I see why you would have them on there. It's just personally not in my like, top that's five. That's an attack right there. I see why you would not have them all. on there. Not but you all. got Tropic Thunder at one. You do, don't you? <laughs> uh, we'll see. Number three for me, Collateral. Collateral. Because wow. once I, I think you're seeing a theme with my Tom Cruise movies. You talk about how he plays the same guy quite a bit. Agreed. Yeah. You would have to admit this is probably the most... Antithetical uh, Tom Cruise you that you've ever seen. Three very variety cruises. This is where you get Tom Cruise as a hitman. Uh, You're getting Tom Mothter here, or whatever the heck. <laughs> Tom, Tom, my father. And my father. <laughs> uh, uh, so I think you look at Collateral. Jamie Foxx is incredible in this movie. Uh, and. Michael Mann directs it, so it's just it's so gritty the way that it's shot, and it's a great action movie. It's a very tense, but you get uh, Tom Cruise that isn't the normal Tom Cruise. Is he the, who's the? Taxi he's the gray-haired great That's Jamie, Jamie Fox. Foxx. Okay. Tom Cruise is the gray-haired yep. hitman, uh, where he's forcing Jamie Fox to drive him around so he can kill people. I've seen this one time when we first got it as a pre-street at. Uh, 
that family video. And that's it. Like, I can barely, I know I enjoyed it, but that's that's about the extent of where to go it goes. I was going to say, this, has, this so, might be a rewatch. This then. is one that I rewatched. Uh, and. <laughs> It more than holds up. I think I liked it better the second time yeah. I watched it recently, uh, because it's just it's that good. It's not what you would expect. It it's good action, great storyline. I'm almost positive it was nominated for quite a few awards. I know Gore like a, a best picture uh, as well, or Michael Mann possibly is the best director because it was it was that good. I mean, you you bringing it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I am. Just, I'm going to the tomato factor here. I, I'm going to go there. I haven't seen it. You're bringing it up on tomatoes. I'm going to say it's probably in the 87% range on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, and probably fans are... Guess. Did you Are you pre-researching here? Sorry, no. We what got, is it? Uh, critics, 86%. So, you know, your people. I'm going to put 93. And then, and then um, you know, my people, the fans. 93? 84%. Oh, lower. Lower. Not much lower. I mean, that's still no, that's, pretty darn good. That's really good. I, yeah. Anytime you're getting both above 80s, I mean, that's a must-watch. Yeah, I think. and I, I think it's it's well worth going to watch back. And you, you just get a different Tom Cruise. You still yeah. get him, and he's usually not the you villain. You can't take the charisma out of Tommy. No, no, I mean, there's, no. But I do like what you're doing there with you got Dad Cruise, you got Assassin <laughs> Cruise. Who was, who was number five again for you? Uh, number five, Rain Cruise. Oh, yeah, Rain Cruise. <laughs> so you got Bad Brother Cruise. Don't, you, don't burn baby. How about to burn baby? Variety of cruises here. <laughs> So, uh, boy, I feel like all my cruises are pretty similar. Right? Two for me. I'm going to go to Minority Report, Dave. Colin Farrell, Tommy Cruise, a Spielberg joint, and I believe we talked about this before. You did. You put it in your Spielberg top and five. It's, we're going to have a repeat performance here. It's This will always be one of the, you know, right up there with, just the rotation Man. of movies that are easy to yep. watch. That when they're on, go you're going to jump it. back into it. The great story and concept. It's one of those edge of your seat type movies too. Yeah. And then uh, a classic. Who who did it? You know who did it? Who actually killed? You know. Yeah. Just who Precox. took his son? Yeah. All that good stuff. And you get more running Tom Cruise. You get you lots get of running Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. You get you know fighting Tom Cruise. It's a little bit of everything. They're giving, you, they're giving you four different columns of Cruise. A lot of Cruise. A lot of Cruise. But it's Minority Report. It's been a long time. I know this is one of my favorites when I've watched. I remember seeing it in the movie theaters yep. and just being blown away by it. The type of storyline. The way that it's shot. Like it's got yes. that, that like dark blue hue yeah. to it. Yeah. Which, boy, it really works for it. I agree. And it's just the, the idea of can you arrest people for... Yeah, pre crimes. Yep, you're putting and, that, that whole moral thing out there. Well, did they do it? I mean, or you know, actually, they really didn't do it yet. No. So it's it's just a great concept, and I don't know. Was that a was that a book before yes. a movie? Okay. Yep. I was gonna say I didn't know if that's just another another no, brilliant. I, I believe it was. Uh, it's a guy that wrote a lot of those, uh, and they started making a lot of his movies. Like Paycheck was one. Ooh. Um, with uh, Ben Affleck, yeah. is, uh, Philip K. Dick is the author. And I'm trying to think of other ones that he wrote. I, I always get him and Isaac Asimov uh, com- combined or confused. Like Isaac Asimov did iRobot. Um, that, that's one that he wrote. But there's a lot of different books that it's based on. But yeah, there's a lot uh, that you get with the... I can't believe you... You knew it was Philip K. Dick. That yeah, blows my mind. Blade Runner to go for a couple of Philip yeah. K.'s. 
Total Recall. Oh yeah, see, there's a lot. A scanner darkly. Yeah. Okay. Wow, nicely done. Yeah, I, I wish the cap to you. I wish I could like fill my like. Why can't that be full of like accounting information or just like <laughs> useful things instead of Philip K. Dick novels? Uh, you know, that's raking in the money with that knowledge. Uh, oh, maybe we will. Jake's Corner Lounge, possibly. Yeah, did come back. Uh, but <laughs> my did number two. Back? My number two. I have a feeling it might be your number one, but. We'll see. This would be the only one that we might match on. We'll see. Wes, help me help you. Help me help you. Yes. Uh, it's This is one of my probably top ten movies yeah. of all time. I, I love Jerry Maguire. Is he a little overacting at times? Possibly. But in such a great way. In such a great way. It's His overacting, when people say that, it, it's just... It's passion in yeah. that scene to me. Like when you're like the help me help you or the who's coming with me. Those turn to be iconic scenes because of how he acted and in them. It fits the character. It mm-hmm. fits what's happening in the movie. You're telling me him yelling, show me the money. Yeah. Especially sports agent. You know, they're going to be high strung, fast talking like that. So yeah, it, I love it. I Work love it. Great in the choice. room. Uh, the excitement when he inks. Air quotes. Uh, Kush, Kush's dad gives him that handshake, and my my words as strong as oak. Uh, and then he's trying to sing. He's like on the radio trying to find a song he can sing along with. I finally love the gets, white man. <laughs> I don't think that's it. Finally, <laughs> no, well, he finally gets to uh, Tom Petty with a little. And I'm free. Oh, yeah. uh, free fallen. He gets that. It's great. It's it's very good to uh, see the different scenes. But then. Some pretty big emotion, you know, the end. Uh, oh, one of the more, like when Jerry points at him at the very end there, uh, it's pulls at the heartstrings, Davey. We had a big night. We had a, big a very big night. And it meant nothing because you weren't there with me. Uh, it's like, we live in a cynical world. <laughs> a cynical world. I, I mean, I love that. Just, just shut up. Shut up. You had me. You had me. Hello. Oh, I mean, it's just an iconic, iconic scene, yeah. like you said. And it's a Cameron Crowe movie that's just phenomenal. I absolutely love the movie, especially because it was, a, I felt, one of the first real realistic portrayals of sports. Yeah. And is that, is that Wayne Fonts? Yeah. <laughs> in that lobby? Uh, you know, that it was. draft room ro- walking through. I agree. But you get a, the, it was a good behind-the-scenes look at that. You get the actual logos of the Arizona mm-hmm. Cardinals. It's Al Michaels and Dan Deardorff and Frank Gifford doing Monday Night Football. And, they do that overlay of it. I mean, it just felt really cool. It's how when uh, they did Rocky Six, Rocky yep. Balboa, it was like the HBO Ooh, fight. I'm like, this is amazing. Amazing. It's like I'm yep. watching. When they panned out. It looked Jack. like you're, yeah, you're watching a pay-per-view fight. And I agree. That's exactly how Jerry Maguire gave you a good insight. It's very look cool. Very believable of how just an agent and a prospect would be around the draft like that. I mean, yeah. Uh, I kind of cheated though, because much like when we did our war movies, I knew Saving Private Ryan would be in there. I knew dang well ah, Jerry Maguire right. would be in here. So, so I had to, asterisk, it probably is in your top five, but you're keeping it out. Yeah, yeah I'm right. keeping, I like I'm it. I keeping like it. it out. I'm keeping it out because my number one, I'm going to jump right into it. Mission Impossible, buddy. Mission All of them or the impossible. first one? I'm, I'm going with one, but it's so I can talk about them all. Yeah, I got it's, you. I got you. This franchise, it's been 
just fantastic. And then starting off with one. The few that get better each movie. Yes. And it's, he keeps doing these these little things that take it to the next level. We think, yeah, he's actually doing doing, the stunts. We're doing another Mission Impossible. Like, what the heck, Tom? And then you see, like, the incredible stunt, or you see the incredible story, and they've all have delivered. Actually, I I don't think Mission Impossible 2 does as much. The John Woo one is the one that doesn't quite do it. I love that. It's still fine. It's still okay, but it's too woo. Yep. (laughs) Uh, I mean, that would be the only one of the, uh, and I completely agree with you, is. uh, Two was a little. Sick. I still enjoyed it. I do but too. But that's the Agreed. one with the, uh, the. I think he puts like the fake yeah. face on the guy. That was it was a bit too much. I think the third we had Philip Seymour Hoffman. Third one comes back with a really good. Well, they went one to two, and two did fine, but mm-hmm. there was a pretty wide gap between two and three. And three not only was Philip Seymour Hoffman, but it was J.J. Abrams, and it was one of J.J. Abrams' first movies that he directed. He was hot off, you know, Lost was making its rounds everybody was huge on lost so the mission impossible 3 comes out and it was really wow, good you're right six years after two yeah so and philip seymour hoffman was so good in it and then you look at perfect villain yes yeah oh well, i'm surprised he didn't make our top five villains he was I, I he was one about him for until me. yeah looking at these what how what was the gap between our uh, three and four these, like three years cons- somewhat consistent gaps here uh, that was mission the last impossible one 96 Two, 2000, so we got yeah. four years. Three, six years later in 2006. So Mission Impossible 4, we're looking at uh, Ghost Protocol, 2011, five years later. The next one, Rogue Nation, four years later, 2015. Wow. And then now Fallout, 2018. And so now, a pretty consistent if, gap for the most part, at least three it is. years. Yeah, you know? you're right. I, I guess it. I felt like the ever since Ghost Recon, or Ghost Protocol, Ghost Recon? Mm-hmm. Ghost Protocol. Protocol, I'm thinking of Tom Clancy's yeah, right? Ghost Recon. <laughs> um, ever since that came out, uh, it feels like they've been coming Almost back regularly, back, yeah. haven't they? Yeah. Which now I do think they are. I think the next two Mission Impossible yep. are coming out like every two years or something like that. And but, what, what I dig the most, one of the not the most, but one of the things I do dig about the Mission Impossibles, we had you had the first three, and then they do Ghost Protocol, and they're kind of like, all right, we're gonna put Jeremy Renner in yeah. here, we're gonna kind of hand the baton off, and they almost kind of do that a little bit at the end of Ghost Protocol. But it Tom so Cruise well. and Ghost Protocol did so well. They're like, why the heck are we getting rid of Tommy C? Let's just keep Renner in and keep this train moving. And so his, I love that his performance was so good in the fourth installment yeah. of a series that they're, yeah, let's keep this going. It's like a Fast and Furious, but, you know, Bond. Yeah, but they do keep getting better yeah. somehow. Like 4, even though I do think 4 is my favorite. The Burj Khalifa scene where he's climbing that skyscraper and then the love oh, starts shorting out. Man. And it's just I would have loved to have seen that in IMAX. It's, even the even the last one with Henry Cavill in it was mm-hmm. really good. I mean, it's just there's good twists. I love how the count, continuity, uh you have these characters. I mean, Ving Rames has been there since number yes, one. Yep. I mean, and it's then, really cool. And then putting and then adding Simon Pegg in for even a little bit more, you know, comedic relief in there. It's you're right. A great cast of characters. They keep it consistent throughout there, and then you're gonna have the classic Mission Impossible stuff. Awesome gadgets, awesome twists and turns, unexpected like uh, results yeah. of you know how it's going, and then Ethan Hawke planning every every step of the way, and then a contingency for anything that can go wrong. 
And let me ask you this as I finish my Tom rant Bates? of uh, no, I like Mission it. Impossible. Ethan Hawke or James Bond? I mean, what? Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Like to win, like you're winning a fight or. That, yeah, you gotta. You gotta save somebody. You gotta solve this mission. Who are you putting on there? I don't know. They're pretty close to me here, Dave. I mean, James Boy. Bond probably has because he's got more movies. But in fifteen years, are they going to be? You know, is there going to be more Ethan Hawks? Is Hawk going to be the new Mission Impossible that they're remaking? You mean Bond, like doing it that way? Yeah. So if I'm putting Daniel Craig's Bond versus Ethan Hawke, then we oh, got ourselves well, a matchup. Well, then we got a, we got a match. But if I'm going like Roger Moore or Sean Connery, uh, I'm here to tell you, Tom Cruise can take out Pierce Brosnan oh, any yeah, day. Easily, come it's, on, it's, it's Pierce. Who's a, a drive-by flirting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so all you need is a kiwi. Take it out of the kiwi, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know. That's a heck of but a that's debate because they're. they're I think so, I go Ethan Hawke. I think so too. He's got he's, he's got, got the uh, hand-to-hand combat thing. That, well, I don't know. Bond does too, though. That's Daniel Craig's one. Bond does. Daniel the other Bonds like have the like the, almost the Batman puncher is like the pow, zap, <laughs> wow, yeah, whatever. It's, it's just like it's the random punches. Point. It's just just a lot of say. Even even with the the female leads, like you have the Bond yeah. girls. There's always a different Mission Impossible girl. It seems like too. Nah, is there? You got his let's, wife. Let's go to the. There is here. no. I mean, there's let's the, the there's tape. the new girl since four, but like his wife is always kind of or ex wife or however you want to look at it. Oh yeah, that's she's right. She's been there she since three. Michelle Monaghan. Yeah. technically was married. Okay, because he had Thandie Newton in uh, two. Michelle Monaghan comes in three, and there's where my Bond girl goes right off the rails because yeah. there is no more. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, there you still yeah, still you, 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 we, we get the point. My number one, Wes. My number one. You know, it, it comes down to one thing. Did you order the cold bread? Oh, yes. You can't handle the truth. Uh, it's just, come on. A few good men. I you had to take a step back, by the I, way. I did. It's <laughs> like you you should have seen Wes's face. He's like, what the heck is going on here? I, I didn't want to spike the... I didn't want to give our listeners another Leota to the ears. But, I mean, come on. A few good men. One of my favorite movies yeah. of all time, and you're going toe to toe with Jack Nicholson. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. And yes, I know. I would say that Jack Nicholson is probably the better performance in this movie. But this is still a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. Tom Cruise is going yeah. toe to toe with Jack in this. And I mean, you get Kiefer Sutherland up on the stand. I'm put Colonel Jessup on the stand. Oh. Oh, great uh, yeah, choice. And the way that he plays with Kevin Pollack and the way, you know, off of Demi Moore, it's just, the Cruz is the perfect actor for this. He's cocky. He's got that brash lawyer. He just starts off just hitting hitting the ball, you know, baseball out at the park. That's where you first yep. see him. And, you know, they're putting him yeah, in this got, because they well, just. Kevin Bacon as well. I forgot about that. Kevin Bacon. I mean, think of the cast is yeah. unbelievable in this movie. And. It's all for that last scene, and you feel like Jack Nicholson is in this movie nonstop. He's barely in it. That's why he was He's like barely in, in it. it for like eight minutes. I was gonna say yeah, it's the screen times under ten minutes yeah. for the love of God. Yeah, you barely get him in it, but it's because of the last scene, the courtroom scene where it's Tom Cruise and him just going back to back. I mean, it's and going toe to toe. What a Some, great heat check for Tommy C though oh. to put you. You put an icon like Jack in, you know. It, on the stand, if you will, and then you're gonna go, you're gonna have to go scene for scene with him. You know, yeah. one take, two take. You oh, know, yeah. just goes toe to toe with this kind of guy. It just, and he didn't look out of place. He Not delivered. At all. He delivered with the best of them. Yeah, it, it's 
just one of my favorite movies. I, I'm a sucker for the courtroom movies, and this one definitely held up. And it just some funny parts too the, yeah. the, when they're trying to talk and do the different parts, but a good mystery that's surrounding it. Uh, and man, I just the courtroom scenes with Tommy Cruz for me, uh, a few good men. Yeah, is, you know you can't handle the truth. Uh, I want the truth. I said before this, I got to put a little six next to this uh, movie just so it I, was this one. It was a few good men because I, you almost feel bad leaving it out. It was such a, it's a great you know great movie. How you incredible! Can't, we can't with any uh, any of these top fives, but I can't we didn't match. Bad leaving we didn't it match out. one. How know, that's nuts. nuts is that? And I swear, hand to God, uh, yeah. here at the MPNE Studios, we do not know each other's lips. No, like I said, if I you kind of tell, th- I kind of thought Jerry Maguire sure. would be in. So that I was maybe in the yours only, though too. So yeah, that's why I left it that in. That was but. the only one I probably thought. But I, there's so many different ways to go, and you know what? A lot of things. I can't believe how many Tom Cruise's Tom Cruise movies one I didn't own. Like honestly, I didn't maybe had one or two. I have all the Mission Impossibles. Yep. Same. But beyond that, I didn't really have a bunch. You don't have Days of Thunder. I didn't have Days of what? Thunder. I have. Uh, what? Well, you own Cocktail? I have Cocktail, Outsiders, A Few Good Men. So you basically own the ones I don't have. I have A Few Good Men, obviously. And that's it. Oh, Jack Reacher. And actually, I'm a huge Jack Ooh. Reacher fan. It I've almost seems one. like Jack Reacher to me seems like Ethan Hunt yeah. when he's went going solo, yeah. like a solo hunt. So, <laughs> which works for me. I, yeah. I watched them both. I bought them both. How was two? I didn't watch two. Yeah, it was okay. Oh, it went up a little high. <laughs> Colby in the Smolders is in there. They brought an Avenger in there to help it out. Smolders. So. <laughs> is she an Avenger? Is she another high octave there? All right, here we go. The first time. First time ever, we're going to go with the Colonel's Corner. You haven't oh, seen this yet. Nice. This is straight cool. from uh, Jack Ruthroff. He, he sent out a little script, so we're going to give him some due. Usually we always read the feedback from the listeners on the previous or on the next I can't pod. Wait to hear from so Jack. here we go. This is, this is from uh, the, the mouth of the Colonel, Colonel's Corner. Uh, so from the Colonel's Corner here, Mackenzie and I picked our top five Tom Cruise movies of all time combined. There's your twist. Oh, wow. They combined their top five. Uh, so they're married. They agree on some. This is interesting. This maybe could be a little twist for us on some of these. They actually did a top three combined. They each got their own single pick that had to be on the list no matter what. Wow. Uh, so they said they had a hard some time arguing a lot in of, the Ruth Ruff house today. A lot of times, yeah. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Right. Tail. Uh, so they said they had a hard time with a lot of the newer movies as some of the Mission Impossibles. Just a little too over the top for the Ruth oh, Ruffs. Wow. So look at that. You're number one. They're throwing some salt on right away. All so, right. Cut, cut the segment. Yeah, it's <laughs> over. Colonel's Corner's over. Uh, but here we go. Number five with quotes. Kitridge, you've never seen me very upset. The OG, the first Mission Impossible of the franchise, parentheses, yep. Jack's pick. <laughs> number four. Oh boy, tipping back. Number four. It. Robin's Racing, Days of Thunder. Yes, all right. This has always been one of Mackenzie's favorite movies of all time. She has a lot of great memories watching this film. Tom's performance, just awesome in it. And this is from Jack. This is a a Mark Miller line. Now the meat and potatoes. Number three. I gave out more Days of Thunder quotes now. Dang it. Uh, I know. (laughs) Number three, Jack Reacher, one and two. I feel like that's cheating. Uh, They went double Reacher. Yes, I love it. Double Reach. (laughs) 
The newest Tom Cruise movie to make the list. We watched both, and they're great, awesome action scenes that weren't over the top too much. Tom Cruise showing he still has some swag in his step. Number two, A Few Good Men. Where to begin? Uh, A young Tommy Cruise taking on Jack Nicholson, and that scene is just iconic. And the determination he put into everything. That's one of the most intense scenes in a movie that era. It really is. And he just nailed it. Well said. And number one. Love that he's using the lingo here. I love that we have DFTP lingo. Lots of chalk here. <laughs> and then Wes, don't let Kristen lose that loving feeling. Or Tom yes. is going to come in and swoop her up, just not with those singing skills. Top Gun. I can't say it's truly number one for both of us, but it is the most agreeable to be number one. Scenes in the fighter jet were awesome. Yep. Hilarious parts, some sad parts. I'm pretty sure the wife likes it mostly for the volleyball scene. But that's our combined number one. Tom Cruise. That is chalk with the Tom. Top there we Gun go, one. huh? But man, first Colonel's it. Corner. Jack it. gives a heck of a breakdown. Every yeah. every pod we do, we get a great text from Jack that usually gives a good breakdown of what he would do. So we're we're happy to have it. Uh, I'm seeing that that was number one. I saw him. I'm so, give ha- it. I'm so happy somebody put Top Gun in there. That's, I guarantee Bergman. I, there could be a uh, flaming no. bag of dog poo on my porch. The fact that Top Gun wasn't there, I think that's a Let top Let America five. down, Red, White, and Bergman's <laughs> not going to be pleased. <laughs> I think that is that might be one of her top five movies of all time. Yeah? I think well, she loves Top the, Gun. The volleyball scene. It's I don't remember the volleyball no? scene at all. <laughs> I, I might. It's I, I know there's like the sun setting, right? Or is it in the? But it's just it it's just day? the uh, the unnecessary jean the the uh, the shirtless men in jail got ridiculously baby oiled up for the match <laughs> as any guys would do yeah. on a sandy beach right? right guys let's play some beach volleyball can i get oiled up here real quick uh just so it glistens maverick and iceman right. <laughs> nice shot maverick great job iceman uh, <laughs> i haven't seen top gun in forever i plan on watching it again for that uh top gun 2 that's coming out but for some reason never was i watched it maybe 98 90 it was good. It was good. Big, yeah. Nothing wrong with it. I but think it holds up, too, to be honest. When's the last time you see it? Recently. Recently. When's the last time you've seen within, it? Uh, within the past six months, for sure. Really? Yeah. Recent gun. A recent gun. And I, I definitely think it holds up. Let me, let me ask you this. Have you, color of money. I'm surprised. Never uh, seen it. I mean, I, me I neither. I can't believe it. Me neither. Paul Newman, I'm a, I love, you know, I put Pool Hall Junkies as a, one of my hidden gems. I don't I know. I love pool movies. As you see, I'm not looking at the phone yet. I think this is a Martin Scorsese movie. Oh, wow. I could be way off. I could be embarrassingly off. I think, so you got Paul Newman, Tom Cruise. It's about pool hustling. Directed by Martin Scorsese, and I still, for some reason, I don't I've understand never seen it. it. Like, how much, uh, how much swagger do you need in a movie? And, and here we go. Directed by Martin Scorsese. No kidding. Yeah, nice. that's a that's a big miss. It is. So you've never seen it either? I've never seen it. No. Wow. That like, might all the right moves was another one. I was. You've I, never seen that? No, no. I've seen oh, all the right. right moves, but just one I want to give a shit a, a special shout out to. So Leah Thompson. <laughs> well. <laughs> That's Marty McFly's mom you're talking about there, Wes. Come on. Well, we see how she gets in the back of a guy. All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but I, I haven't seen that one in a long time. I remember thinking it was good. It was an yeah. interesting high school football movie. I remember like Thomas, uh, uh, Craig T. Nelson. I was going to say Craig horrible. T. Nelson. There you go. He's a jerk coach, right? Isn't He's, he like yeah. Buck Kilmer? 
What uh, what else we got? Let me throw a couple of one else. Well, yeah. Uh, what what were the other honorable mentions? Vanilla Sky, The no. Firm. Firm was good. Last I don't Samurai, really remember. I know you were Last a big Sam, fan of his yes. Hair I, not a fan of the hair, but it was still good. <laughs> not a fan of the hair, but yeah. So it's, I mean, cocktail. I, you know, I mentioned that earlier. Taps, outsiders, risky business. I do feel like the, a couple of the new ones just oh, risky business. We didn't even bring that no. up. I, I never saw it all the way through. But like American Made, you said it was good. I liked it, but it's the Mummy. I heard is the not mummy good. Just uh, that was a miss. And then Oblivion, I never saw yeah, that. I, I want to correct. I didn't say American Made was good. It was okay. All right. Two buckets? <laughs> yeah, two buckets. What? It's did you ever see Oblivion? No. I bought it. That 2000? was just one of those, yeah. like the Will Smith space movie with his kid. And it's just sci-fi. Oh, like it yeah. Didn't exist. I agree. Sci-fi, Morgan Freeman's in it. I, I don't know why I never wanted to see it. It just no. it didn't stick out to me for some reason. No. Uh, Rock of Ages, I'm good. Yeah. I'm skipping that one. Uh I don't remember. That was a family video, right? Yeah, it was. I remember getting it family video, but that's about it. Still refused. What did you think of Night and Day? Cameron Diaz. It was okay. It was like, uh, what was that? Tom Hardy and Chris Pine. Uh, uh, Love is War. Love is War. It's just like that. It's a, I actually liked Love is War. It's a kitschy little I didn't really romance. Like, I didn't really like Night and Day. Yeah, I mean, it's The chemistry never, was horrible. I'm not a Cameron Diaz fan. No? No. Yeah, She's too annoying. I don't mind her. She won me over in the mask. Good in the mask. In I, the I feel mask. like that's one of the. I like Cameron Diaz in the mask. I like her, and there's something about Mary. Oh yeah, that's about it. Well, it, and I think that might be about oh, it. Oh no, there's, there's plenty a, there's of a, others, and she's I don't Charlie's Angels. Uh, oh, that's right. I didn't like Charlie's Valkyrie, you said you didn't like. I, I like didn't like Valkyrie. It was okay, but now Tropic that's, Thunder that's we talked not, about that's was not good. My Tom Cruise. Uh, Austin Powers and Goldmember. I don't even remember him in that. He I was the that. the really good looking Austin Powers. Oh, okay. Yep, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, Vanilla Sky, you're right. Just uh, Eyes Wide Shut. I've never seen. Eh, it's I'd seen once. I feel like when I was younger, for obvious reasons. That was about it. That's that's <laughs> all you Cuban needed. Yeah. Big Stanley Cuban fan. Stan fan. You know, <laughs> I'm a fan uh, of Stan. A lot of hidden meanings oh, in his movies. I completely forgot about this. Not didn't bring it up. Interview with a vampire. I that's actually that's one of my own as well. Would you didn't even make your whiteboard? It did make the whiteboard. It's more of a Brad Pitt joint. No, it would. I just didn't. It, it's good. I like it. Bad it's, hair. It's just like a two and a half. It's a it's a it's gotcha. a weird period piece movie. I I dug it though. And see, and that's about it. That's about. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we gave ten well, different movies. Thirty incredible movies yeah. out there. I mean. Yeah, good list. It, it is. What? Ready for some Tom I'm, bits? I was just gonna say, let me hear the Tom bits. Some Tom bits. Don't have a ton for you here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a few out. So Tommy Cruz, uh, born Thomas Cruz, Mepo- How do you say that, Dave? I think it's Mapother. Mapother. A Mapother from another the mother. Fourth. <laughs> Thomas Cruz, Mapother the Fourth. He is credited for saving the company Ray Ban. Sunglasses. Oh, for Risky Biz? They only sold 18,000 models that year before Risky Business came out. They invested in some product placement in Risky Business, Top Gun, and Rain Man. And after Top Gun released, Ray-Ban enjoys a 40% uh, increase in sales and have just taken off ever since. That's insane. Ooh, pun intended. Good good call. (laughs) They give Tom Cruise full credit for it, too. That's incredible. Yeah, I, I... didn't even think about that. No, that's like I feel like Ray Bans are right up there with Oakleys. I, I I would put them 
past you got, Oak Ridge. Really? I think they're the, think? Uh, the, the top notch. Well, I mean, uh, top notch outside like Dolce and Cabana. Yeah, what the heck else is out there? Well, look at you. High society yeah, over yeah, here. Well, yeah. DFTP checks are coming in. <laughs> <laughs> they are. I must be stopping at the MPS Studios East. <laughs> right? So he improvised the whole risky business dance. And in, in fact, in the script, it just said, Joel dances in underwear. Tom, go. And then you got the, you got that scene out of it. It's amazing, iconic scene. Iconic. He was credited in. Uh, so this is a Mission Impossible tidbit. He was credited with holding his breast by Navy Seals. Navy Seals vouch for this for six minutes during his uh, scene in uh, Rogue Nation. I don't know if you remember Rogue yes. Nation. Yes. Oh yeah. Where he's got to go under the. Like it fan. was the most stressful thing to watch. Yes. And I remember trying to like hold my breath for you like you ever do that in those type yeah, of movies like okay seconds. let me see if i, I can make get it about 30 yeah, seconds and i'm dying on the couch all right let's see how long we can do it right now and no, he's it's... fighting off people and stuff bad but radio they credit him for holding his breath for 60 or uh, six minutes during that's that that's insane incredible well i mean it's probably from all the sprinting he's done right he's got incredible it's, cardiovascular yeah. his thetan count is off the charts that's a scientology <laughs> joke for you there <laughs> He became the first actor to appear in five consecutive movies that each grossed $100 million in the USA. Dave, can you name those five? All right, wait, hold on. Say that one more time. I want the He fact. became the first actor to appear in five consecutive movies that each grossed $100 million in the U.S. Do you want me to give you one of them? Will Smith's going to be one. No, no, no. I'm the five Tom Cruise movies. Oh. He's the first actor to do five straight movies. Ever? First, second, third, fourth, and fifth. Oh, five in a row did $100 gotcha, million. Gotcha, gotcha, Let me start you off with the first one here. Few Good Men kicked it off in 1992. Right, then The Firm. The Firm was in there. Uh, then you're going to go, oh, 92, then you get The Firm. You met uh, Jerry Maguire. Yep, be that was the last one. The so I got the men, bookends. You got the bookends. Few Good Men, Jerry Maguire, and The Firm. You got three. Far and Away? Did Far and Away do 100 million? I'm going to give you the last two. Right. Mission Impossible, my oh. number one. Interview with the Vampire. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It did do. Big. So it went Few Good Men, <clears throat> Interview with the Vampire, Mission Impossible, The Firm, and then Jerry Maguire. Five straight $100 million dollar box office movies, man. That's incredible. That's, yeah. In, <laughs> absolutely insane to say that. Well, the problem now is like I feel like that's inflated because yep. now anyone that's in a Marvel movie... Yeah. Is going to get $100 million dollars course easily. Says he, says he doesn't consider Ooh, him films. Have you seen that? That's an interesting side discussion. Yeah, uh, Verk, on his last podcast, just talked about it. Because he talked about The Irishman, which he said is absolutely phenomenal. How, Lives how, up long, to it. Uh, how long are we away from that uh, coming to Netflix? I think November 27th. Okay, I was going to say, I thought that was a November release. It's like Thanksgiving weekend, I think, is when it's going to come out. So it'll be perfect. Which sounds like you're going to need it. It's well over three hours long. But yeah. he said it flies by. It's not like it doesn't feel like a three hour movie. But, anyways. Just the last one for you a casting what if Marvel movies. You almost said, what a segue. Nicely done. Guess what Marvel character Tom Cruise was offered and he turned down? All right, which one runs the most? The Flash. No. Huh, uh, and I know that's DC. I know it's DC. It's easy saying. You know, it's, I know right now he's like, but, but. but. Uh, ooh, I'm trying to think. Uh, who was charismatic, scene stealing? Iron Man. Iron Man. He was offered the Iron Man role. He turned it down. Robert Downey Jr. was number two. I think that is absolutely the right call. It, I don't oh, think it I, would. It be harder to. I actually think it'd Tom be hard Cruise, to pull Tom Cruise out of. Like you'd look at Iron Man. Well, that's Tom Cruise. 
versus that's Tony Stark. Now you look at Robert Downey, that's Tony Stark, not Robert Downey. That's true, because Robert Downey, that was obviously his resurgence Mm -hmm. to his career. And... Boy, are you right? I mean, it's. I still think he could have pulled it off. Oh, heck I still yeah. think it would have been. He's got the good. same type of swag yeah, that yeah. he would have with it. That's really interesting. That's good casting. One F. Good yeah. Tom bit. Good, good Tom, Tom bit. A couple of bits. So, closing thoughts here on the Tom Cruise top five. Long awaited. We uh, lived up to we the billing. Rattled off a lot of movies. We had. I love our top five. I love the uh, the Ruth Ruffs top five. Yeah. I like that they sprinkled in some that we weren't able to talk about. That was clutch. With so many on the board, it's nice to, you know. We we got to hear from you. I, I feel like we're going to hear from Pressure Peters on yep. the at DFTP uh, Twitter handle, uh, at DFTP Movie Pod. I feel like Can't he's going to be heavy on the 80s. Bergman, I'm going to predict Bergman's. I think one is and Top Gun. Subscribe from Bergman? Is that what you're predicting? One, <laughs> one is Top Gun. I think two is going to be... That risky business that uh, no, I think risky business and or uh, I think you're going to see cocktail in there. Uh, I think mm. she's going to be a fan of cocktail. Which wasn't soap? Isn't soap like a huge cocktail Even, fan, or was that soap's wife? What are, what are the Sopchinskis over there? It's a Sopchinski, I believe, yeah. swears by cocktail. Uh, we'll have to ask the dish. This is how we'll know if he's still listening, right? right? I like that we're putting people on blast. We're like we're. We're checking if you're listening. Yeah. We're putting it in here at the end of the we podcast. Got, we got a little popcorn checkpoints here. We're gonna we're gonna see if you're listening. Who the true colonels are? <laughs> Who the true colonels are? You'll you'll get your overall Redenbacher in the mail if you're, you're still listening at this point. But anyways, uh, I look down. The bucket is empty. Join us next week. Next week's a biggie. We're bringing back in old Pistol Pete Remington to talk a little Shawshank Redemption for Wesley Desma. I'm Dave McPeak, and we'll see you next week. Ah, we're checking out the acoustics down here in West Ledesma's basement, and oh, I can't even do the sound now. I don't even know. What oh, it is. the basement! I don't know. I can think of just basements. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>